How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today, I'm going to talk about something that's really important. It is supporting a partner with mental illness. And it's important because the impact of this on relationships and interpersonal relationships and intimate relationships can be quite significant. What I feel relieved about, though, is that mental health awareness and issues around mental health is becoming more acceptable in society. And there are more people talking about mental health seriously. We see celebrities, we see, you know, Instagram influencers, we talk to our girlfriends, our neighbors, work colleagues, even, you know, in employment sectors, we talk about well-being and mental health. So we're really starting to listen to conversations of mental health in lots of areas in our lives. And people are finding more and more help. They're really actually reaching out, taking it seriously and working out what they need to do to feel better. So it might seem that more people have mental health issues, but this isn't the case. What is the case is that more people are talking about it. And also the stigma around mental health has changed. And and that's why it could feel like so many people around us at the moment have something going on with their mental health, but it's As we talk about it more, the more we hear about it and also gives us an opportunity to be able to accept it and fight it together, right? You don't have to fight what's going on for you on your own. So it's really important to understand mental illness, especially if you've got a partner or a family member suffering from one. Yes, it can be very emotionally overwhelming and you and the relationship could, you know, be impacted by what's going on. But there are many couples who experience happy, healthy relationships, even if one or both partners suffer from a mental illness. So I thought I'd come up with a few ways that we can navigate supporting a partner with a mental illness and how you can actually achieve a successful relationship even through these tough times. So the first thing you can do is validate their situation. Often we can mistake mental illness as a feeling of sadness or, you know, we're just having an anxious moment or we're suffering from sleep deprivation. Mental illness occurs when acute symptoms impact your partner's daily life. And knowing the difference and acknowledging their illness can actually help create a safe space as well as helping your partner find the help they need. So being empathetic towards your partner is going to be a key aspect here. You don't need to have all the answers because they know you don't have them, but you will need to offer a lot of support for them. So all your partner really needs from you is the ability for you to understand the situation. So not have answers for them, but really hold a space where you're being compassionate about what's going on rather than, oh, just smile and bear it, put up with it, get over it, that sort of outlook on what's going on. They don't need that. Having that perspective that, you know, you'll just get through it and everything will be better is really just a fast track to nowhere because grit isn't the answer in a situation like this. When your partner is suffering mentally, grit 
does not answer it. Grit does not help them push through. And you wouldn't tell your partner just to get over it if they had a broken leg. So why are you going to do the same if they're mentally unwell or broken? It's a very complex issue and it's sometimes a difficult thing to pinpoint, but mental illness has a major impact on behavior, brain functioning, sexual functioning, psychological health, emotional well-being. So getting better does start with acceptance, compassion and kindness. So let's start there. The other thing you can do is do your research. Really learn about their symptoms. Showing your partner that you really care about their mental well-being starts with truly understand what their mental illness is. And I'm talking about a diagnosis. I'm talking that somebody has said he or she has a clinical, you know, case of depression or anxiety. And it's not they've got low mood or they feel down. It's not self-diagnosis over Google. It really is work out what their mental illness is. And you might even just support them and accompany them to the doctor or the psychologist's office. You might not be getting the full picture of what your partner is going through unless you're on the journey with them. So each mental illness really does have its own set of symptoms. And like any illness, so knowing what your partner's symptoms are can really be the difference between a healthy relationship and a relationship that's about to have a full breakdown. So whatever your partner may be suffering, you need to really know what their symptoms are and you need to be able to respond accordingly. You can't go in blind with this one. You're going to have to be there for your partner, especially if they're having acute reactions and your response in this situation is going to be vital. Your partner is already struggling to cope and it definitely won't help if you aren't able to acknowledge what they're going through in the moment. So knowledge at the moment is power. Get proactive, educate yourself for their sake and your sake and for the relationship. Now, I'm not saying that this is something that you need to do long term. I guess as the relationship evolves and, you know, your partner gets the help they need, this does get better. The concern here is if your partner actually isn't putting their hand up to do anything about it, and then you've probably got some hard decisions to make. But while they're motivated to get some help and they are motivated to change what's going on for them and get the support that they need, then all they need from you is that added support and that cushion of comfort that you'll be there for them and accept them the way they are right now. The other thing you can do is really take time to adjust and be flexible. Your partner isn't feeling well and they probably don't want to get out of bed some days or they don't have the mental capacity to come to the party with you that you want to go. Don't take it personally. The last thing your partner wants is to make things hard for you. They already feel guilty enough about how they're feeling and about not getting out of bed. They aren't able to be there as their full selves. They're not going to be present. And they don't want to be that. It takes so much effort for them to be there is that they're asking for time out around this. Let them know it's okay. This time it's about healing and it's about trust between the both of you. Rather than caring about what others might think or their expectation on the both of you as a couple, worry about your partner right now. There really isn't a one or cure or a time frame for helping your partner with their mental illness. Chances are the illness will never fully go away. It just becomes smaller and less significant and they learn how to manage it in their daily lives a lot better. So forget having expectations around the future possibility of 
your partner will get better fully 100% or when your partner gets better or when your partner is their normal selves. That mindset might set you and your partner up for disappointment because what happens if there's a relapse? What happens if they go back and they're doing really good for a few months or even a year and then they go back into this same situation? You don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. So you're always going to navigate this space as someone that you love has a mental health illness and you guys both learn to manage it. Accepting that your partner really isn't a problem because they're not a problem. They don't need to be fixed. This situation will come with ebbs and flows and with time you both will get better at it. So patience and support is really all they need. And to be honest with you, it's going to do yourself some favors if you can just let go of the expectation that this should be over with, you know, in six weeks or seven weeks or when they take the meds, it should get better. That's not the case at all. So continuing to show them love, even if they are pulling away or showing, you know, these behaviors that look like they don't love you. They're just really pushing away because they don't like who they are at this time. And obviously they don't want you to hurt because you're their partner. And the more they see you hurting or the more they don't connect with you, the more guilty they feel. So this is a crucial time when they actually need your love more than ever. They need you to help them pull up. They need you to help them come up to breathe and they feel like drowning and they're pushing you away because they don't want you to drown with them. So be mindful here. So my final thoughts around this is when your partner needs help, give it to them. Don't wait for them to ask because they probably won't. Encourage them to find support outside of the relationship. Because you can't do this on your own either. So finding the right counsellor that can help you and your partner and, you know, finding maybe your own support to help yourself through the hard times is going to be important. I will say love and kindness always wins. It trumps in this situation. Even if it's the hardest thing in the world to do, it's worth it for the person you love. Because the end result, the return on investment will be a strong, intimate, trusting, loving relationship and that's worth it. So if you've got anyone around you, your partner, a friendship, a family member, please get some help. Reach out to a lot of the, you know, hotlines that we've got. We've got Beyond Blue, we've got Lifeline. There's a lot of other agencies in the local community that can help you. Reach out to a counselor, a psychologist, see your GP if you need to. Whatever it is for you, do that. And remember, if you're stuck, you can always reach out, send me a DM or an email, and maybe I can help you navigate the right person to see, or maybe I can make a suggestion, but there is always help out there. And can I just say, after working in this field for quite a number of years, I am so relieved that more and more people are talking about this. We now have an opportunity to get through this with the support of everybody around us, and it doesn't make you any less of a person. If anything, it makes you courageous that you're reaching out. So do that. This is Dr. Love. I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.